Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, straight to the apex, our Formula One podcast. The boys are here, they're talking Formula One, as you might expect, from a Formula One podcast. So there we go. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Drop a review where you can drop a review. And uh, share the podcast around. Yeah, that's all the business taken care of. Let's get down to the real business. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, straight to the apex. No, I don't know. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I just remembered that I'm driving this week. Too busy laughing at that. Um, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, everybody. This is uh, season two. I can't remember which episode this is because I ain't done my homework of Straight to the Apex. Thank you, episode 10 or nine. <laughs> I don't know which one. <laughs> 57, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, apparently. James knows better than last turn, though. I tend to trust Mark more than you, but you seem to be getting pretty good with Formula One stuff, which I don't like. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. We'll talk about that later, because is he? Yeah. Oh, man, have you had the same kind of little theory as me? Maybe, maybe. Be interested. Um, oh, wow, okay, okay. I've been thinking about this over the weekend. It's a little bit scary. Um, yeah, as always, massive shout-out to Andy and the rest of the crew at CookieCast. Um, this week, I'm in the driver's seat, James Stainforth, or if you're watching on YouTube, not Tony. Um the pit crew, I have Mark Wilkin and the strategist at the actual box is Tony T-Dog. I was only two minutes late this year, this week. We're awesome. How are we doing, lads? Great. You? I'm not so bad, thank you. Are you wearing a Liverpool shirt, Tony? Yeah. The new one. The brand new one? Yeah. When did you buy that or when did you get... Forced to wear that. Pretty much as soon as Alonso couldn't fucking finish in the top three. Yeah, I thought, uh, me asking Martin stuff in the bin. I'm, I'm following <laughs> Alpine now. No, thank you. Absolutely not. <laughs> French bastards. Jesus, you are really working your way through Europe, aren't you? I'm just not fond of French drivers, that's all. Or anyone in Spain, Mexico, Australia. Mexico, Buda world champion, so that, that's just a given. Portugal's all right. What did I say about, about Portugal? Well, you're on the Nothing set good. yet, but, but there's, no, there's no Portuguese drivers, so plenty of time yet. <laughs> I don't think I've pissed anyone else off. Oh, yeah. you, oh, you can. It's you. I mean, you piss your wife off daily, hourly. Hourly. <laughs> I'm going to say, Beth's just on the other side of that little, like, straight to the apex background that you've got there. Just writing a list out right now, Tony. Yeah. What you can't see is she's got, like, a gun to my head. 
It's but she's she's dressed up in green, so you can't really see it. She doesn't um, need a gun. She's got two fists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I imagine Beth could just look at you and say, bang, and your head would just explode like JFK kind of thing. <laughs> you know, that that kind of sheer anger, she can will it to happen. I mean, yeah. me and James are fans of Chris and Rosie Ramsey. Obviously, you probably won't have a clue what we're going to talk about in this next second, but there is a section in their podcast called What's Your Beef? Well, it would be <laughs> a full episode of Beth telling Chris and Rosie her beef with you. And to be honest, they'd all be correct. Oh, I've lost you both. Well, not so much interesting stuff in the qualifying, but yeah, let's start with news. What do you reckon, lads? Yeah, let's start with news. Yeah, Tony's clearly got some. What do you want me to start? Well, what gave it away? Me saying Tony's clearly got some, or I haven't got any news. You have. Wow, I've got no uh, news. James, let's start with you. That was episode 10 of Straight to the Apex. We will <laughs> see you next time. <laughs> I've got a few things. Um, Go for it. Hamilton contract talks apparently happened this week. So I think Ooh, we're... I ain't heard about this. Yeah, apparently Monday, him and Toto were getting together. So I believe a deal is probably imminent. Um, Alfa Romeo... James Key has taken over the technical director role, replacing yeah, so, uh, Jan Monahu, 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 something like that. Tony will probably upset him. Um, for anyone who's only just started listening to this, um, don't worry. It's a good six weeks before. Yeah, that was difficult. Yeah. I'm still learning to pronounce taco. Oh, well <laughs> yeah, it's only took you a week. Well done. Taco. Um, yeah, that's all. I mean, I've got a couple of questions for you both, but if you've got any news, James. Christian Horner has actually turned around and said, uh, I know he said Red Bull then, Mercedes have made some massive steps and will now start pushing for competition. Will they? He's actually paid a compliment. Is he? I know. Mark, Mark, he keep, Mark, he keeps freezing at great points. Yeah, so, so do you guys, but the connection's not really good tonight, is it? Um, I hey, we're full of pressing on her, full of shit. We all he's know. lying. Because Max, Max, just, Max had so much pace in hand, he's, he's absolutely Billy bullshitting us all again. But he is make a compliment, so he must be joking. It must be April's full day somewhere. He just hasn't found any to accuse him of yet. No, not yet. He's probably looking at the canteen, thinking, oh, they must be pushing the budget in the canteen to try and, you know, yeah. He's happy as a pig in shit, isn't he? Yeah. What other phrases are out there? Um, 
He's they're so far in front on every level that he's just he's just just he's like the cat that got the cream. I don't know. Maybe he is genuinely happy. We we've said probably on every episode at some point that he is the disgruntled ex that you know massively annoyed with them and all that kind of stuff. He opens his locker at work and it's just pictures of Mercedes and Toto and Lewis Hamilton in there and stuff like that. I'm talking like full-blown kind of stalker in bodyguard thing when he opens his locker and it's all pictures of Whitney Houston. He's that obsessed. I think he doesn't see any other competition but with Mercedes. Mm. Even though like Aston Martin's been putting up a really good bloody fight, I think now that Mercedes are all of a sudden, well, it's, it's only been one race. We'd like to see a few more before we say it's, it's it's definite. But maybe that's the only competition he's interested in. He's got that kind of look. How happy Max Max looks as Max genuinely looks as happy as a fucking pig and shit mm. after the race in in the post room. Well, I don't think he broke a sweat. Not like someone else that was sweating oh, and, oh, and everyone was raining. Yeah. What um question for you then? Do you think the Merc updates have worked? Do you think they're as good as what Red Bull are saying? I mean, Lewis Hamilton seemed really happy with the updates. George was George, which we'll probably talk about in a bit. But do you think they've actually turned this corner and can challenge or get near Red Bull? At first, I thought that, but then I remembered last year when they had a couple of updates and upgrades and all that kind of stuff, and then they'd have a promising race. And the amount of times I was like, lads, this is it, they're back. And then they just reverted back to shit again. So I, I, I need to see one or two more races before I can definitely go, yes, they're in for the long haul kind of thing again, but... Canada's going to be a different test, isn't it? Canada's going to be different because it's high speed. So Barcelona is the testing circuit. You'd hope it'd work there. So, I mean, Canada's going to be totally different. Ferrari then, they brought a secret massive update package to Spain. New side pods, new floor, new engine cover. How did they shit. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work. They seem to be slower. <laughs> Literally, it was just like we've done all this. What's happened? Fuck all. But no, I mean, quickly to put back onto Mercedes. Yeah, I'd like to say that the, the, the side pods have made a difference. I mean, H- Hamilton was really pushing. You know. Taking second drivers like signs and stuff like that. But Russell coming from 12th, I think it was. Yes. Was he 12? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 12th. Yeah. Yeah, he, he made a lot of overtakes, which were like borderline kind of, did you do that going off the track kind of thing. Um, but... Even after that, making his way into third position, yeah, there's got to be some kind of difference to the car. Granted, there's track evolution and stuff like that, but 
I don't know. I, I think it looks promising, but I still only see two more races. Mm. But yeah, Ferrari, same as always, trying all this shit. Made no difference. The other weird thing is Aston Martin. Fuck happened there? Yeah, what's happened to your team, Tony? Well, just come off the phone with Lawrence the other day um, in my dream. Um, he, uh, I think it's because the floor, it must have wrecked the floor or something in that little uh, lapse of concentration on the last corner because um, that completely ruined the weekend. Stroll is Stroll and will forever be Stroll. Um yeah, it's not look. It didn't look good this weekend. It did not look good, but the track is different to many others. So, are we seeing? Is this a blip, or is this a change of the times? Which leads into the question that you've asked, Mark. Have the upgrades made a difference? Yes, I think they have made a difference, but I think they were so far. You keep we keep comparing it. I think people compare Mercedes to of old to this car, and that's the biggest problem. This is a new era. They've got a good car, but it's just it. It's and people are saying, well, it's crap because it's not as good as it was. Well, forget the past. This is the new season, the new era. It's got quicker, yes, but Red Bull is so far in front that. Again, they'll just be in the scraps of third, second, podiums, points. Yeah, I don't. it's quicker. I think they'll be the best of the rest come the end of the season. They'll be very close. But they've had a lot of catching up to do to get to this point because, Jesus Christ, as, a, as, a, as, as the best F1 team in the past decade, they have been way off it, way, way, way off it. Um, Rep Ferrari again, just, just, just not there. They're just not. It's an okay car. They're oh, it's okay pieces that they're adding to it. Their drivers are okay, average, good at best. Um, their decisions in their team, in their strategy, are dubious. All the time. So that leads to just nerves throughout the race, throughout the weekend. And they're just not a championship winning team. They're a they're a podium at best. Podium at best. Look at this weekend. Look at this weekend. So yeah, I think it's it's a change in time. It's a change in time in F1 at the minute. It's interesting. This is the European phase, and we're now in, we're going to Canada for some reason. But anyway, again, different track, different track. I think we're going to have another interesting one coming weekend. I don't like this guy. What? Because he's making sense. Yeah. And uh, and uh, it's scary. It's almost like he's done research, but he hasn't. It's like he, he knows this stuff. It's sinking in. It's like it's not Tony. It's Adam. We've said it before. It's Adam. I, I, I had a serious thought about it. We haven't heard 
anything from Adam mm. since the last season of Straight to the Apex. We haven't seen him. We haven't read any messages or anything else like that. And when we ask Tony, go ahead out from Adam, or is he going to join in? All we get from Tony is this kind of, yeah, no, he's not coming on this week. And all of a sudden, Tony knows a hell of a lot about Formula One and makes I mean, sense every week. It's not, I, it's not a big I, jump to think that Beth has probably Tony. killed Tony. Probably. So this is Adam stepping in. Beth feels a bit guilty that she's killed John's big brother. But, you know, we all know that he had it coming. So this Ooh, is Adam. This, this is a very good point. John never liked Tony. Now he likes him. Mm. I, I still remember when, you know, John was a little baby and Tony went to go give him a fist bump. I did. And John just left him hanging. And he was always the same, but all of a sudden, he really likes Tony. Oh, sorry, Tony. Mm. Um, and calls him Big Brother and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Beth, we're on to you. We're on to you, Beth. Maybe it's just training from Beth. She's just slowly, slowly paying off. I mean, it's not yeah, working well. that well. You were in a Liverpool shirt. I know. We've, we've all got our faults, so it's, it's all right. We have. We have. You're an FC fan and a Liverpool fan. You've got a couple of them. I'm not an FC fan. Not an FC <laughs> fan. For the record, not an FC fan. Um, you still on my phone as Tony FC fan. <laughs> I know. FC fan. It's still on my phone as that as well. Um, but Ferrari, like Leclerc all weekend was saying, oh, there's something wrong with my car, there's something wrong with my car. And then in practice, I think Leclerc had the old update on and Science had the new one. And they were trying to like test them against each other. It just seems like that Ferrari has took a step back because the way Russell and Hamilton passed signs. It was like nothing. Yeah, it was like GP2, you know, as Alonso would say. Yeah, very strange. Very their, their season was last season. And I said it, and they've flipped, they absolutely fucked it. And now everyone's caught up. And they're getting more pressure, more mistakes are happening. The car's not performing. They're just, yeah, they're just, and they don't, even the drivers are starting to get frustrated. And we touched on the signs, what science said about his contract last week in the last episode. And James said, what's going on? Well, mm. I think this is what's going on. This is this building up of this. It's just, Who's running this department? Who's running this team? Because at, at the minute, they're nowhere near where they should be. And it's starting to really piss a lot of people off. So we've said this before. We've said this before. They've changed the team manager, what, four, four times in six years or something? Yeah, yeah I know where you're going here. Yeah, carry on. Do you, do you think it's not the team manager, it's not the team they haven't got a lead driver or a strong enough driver. They've got two, they've basically got two number two drivers. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think you yeah, you you went down a different route, but yeah, I agree. I agree to a point they've kind of gone with two up 
be great drivers. I think for that to work, you either are a B team, just a B team, like uh, an Alpha Tauri, no offense, Haas, Alpha Romeo, Williams, or you're a very well drilled, organized, established team, and you've got a number one driver, and, and sorry, and you can put two drivers similar in the car and you can push them both and work off each other. At the minute, like I keep saying, that team behind the scenes is just at sea. Like, there's just... It's... it's there's there's no one running it. There's the, no the one through. The only one that's running it is the board. You know, the, the, the ones that are throwing the money at it and stuff like that. And... Yeah, go, go, going back to the whole, I, I I think it's a combination of they don't keep a principle for long enough, but they're not doing anything about the drivers. Principle can only, you can only do what you can do with what you've got. Principle yeah. sat there, he's given a car, he's given his drivers, the team don't perform, get rid of the principle. I mean, they could have done that with Horner. When Mercedes, after fucking Vettel, went through his, you know, his consecutive stint, and then Mercedes suddenly became dominant, they could have got, they could have turned on to Christian at any point and just gone, there's the dominant. Yeah. Don't let it pass on the way out. But they didn't. They stuck with the guy. And he, he made changes in the background. He did this, he did that, the other. Granted, a lot of the stuff that I did, I don't generally agree with. Like, you know, if the new driver doesn't perform that well or doesn't drive the same as Max, then he's out straight away. But at the same time, it, it's kind of what the principal has to do. And yeah, that is that is the main issue with the Ferrari, the, the team Ferrari anyway. It's the big wigs throwing the money at it. And as soon as they're not happy with what they're getting, they just get rid of the principle. They don't look at what the actual issue could be. But do you think, so Fred Vassar has obviously done well in Formula One. He's, he's run teams, you know, he's, he's former team well. Do you think, so obviously Sebastian Vettel's time at Ferrari is always deemed as a failure because he didn't win a championship. He comes straight from his Red Bull four in a row. But he was he still challenged Lewis for a title. He still got wins every season he was there. Just ever since Vettel left, I don't think Charles Leclerc is a leader. He can't take that car and say, right, this is the problem with it. This is where we need to improve it. Engineers, that's what you need to do. They're almost too generic, the drivers. What's wrong with the car? I can't tell you. So that's why the car's not improving. Mercedes have got Lewis. Red Bull have got Adrian Newey. They don't need the drivers. They can plug anyone in. You know, Ocon and Gasly. Ocon's always done well. Aston Martin are now doing well. They've got Fernando. They had Vettel last year building that car up. So is it a case of Ferrari have just got two, two wishy-washy drivers that actually... They've got two drivers. seconds. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not people that can say, right, I can tell you what's wrong with that car right now. There's no front end. We need a back end. We need more downforce. We need this. Maybe the driver's just like, 
uh, well, the car's all right. And maybe that goes back to, like you said, it's run by the board and they're scared to say something. Like, the car's an absolute bag of spanners. Everything's shit. Maybe they're too scared to say that. But maybe they're just that good enough. Yeah, that's a good point. The, the drivers aren't good enough and of that level, that high level, to say these are the changes that need made and they need doing. Do mm. them. Do the people trust the drivers and their judgment and their... That, that's a great, great word, trust. You're right. But then does, does, the, does, does the, do the drivers trust the garage? Mm. I don't think they do. <laughs> but no. going back to the board, is it something rotten at the core? Because, again, like you both said, all the way the days back from Vettel, where have they been? Where have they been? They I mean, I'm thinking back to like Rubens Barrichello and Michael Schumacher. They, they were the Ferrari glory. What happened? Where did it all go wrong? It's happening again. And I can tell you for an absolute fact, we'll be having this same, this conversation we'll have again right towards the end of the season. And it won't just be us. It'll be every other news outlet and podcast as well. You'll see it now. Mark my words. Where's it gone? At, where's it gone wrong at Ferrari? What's happened at Ferrari? And it'll be the same conversation as we've had last season, the season before that, and probably the season before that as well. Yeah, yeah probably. So yeah. When, when will it change? I don't yeah. know. I really don't know. I really don't know. Do you think they would be doing better now if... Uh, is it Bonotto would have kept his job? It's hard to say. It's hard no. to say. No, because no. like you say, I, I, no. I don't think he was strong enough. No. I don't know. I, I understand. That's why I asked the question. I don't know. Mm. Maybe mm. he could build from his mistakes of last season. But then... I, I kind of agree with Mark. I mean, granted, I, I have just said, right, you know, nine times out of ten, you should stick with your principles, stuff like that, not just get rid of them at the first bloody bad race or anything else like that. But yeah, he wasn't, he, he didn't have the balls, which is another thing the principal the principal needs. You know, to, Total Wolves got it. Christian Horner fucking has definitely got them. Gunter Stan has got it. A scary yeah. fact. Gunter's got it. Fucking hell. That but guy. I tell you what, Gunter would be good at Ferrari. Gunter would be good at Ferrari because I tell you what, he would clear the decks. Yeah, yeah. but I think he's a bit crazy, that guy. He's just sure, a bit... Is. Yeah, absolutely. He's, a wall, isn't he? he's not very Ferrari-like, is he? They're all, you know, prim and proper. Well, that's, that's why I see somebody like... Uh, you know what I see at Ferrari? Like a Zach Brown. Like a prim and proper, ultra, you know, like dark glasses type guy, like doesn't take any shit, like, like serious. And that's what I think they've got now in a, in a kind of way, like no one will fuck around with this guy, like, but he will, given time, I think he will get it right. But he's just got to be given time. He's got to be given trust. But the, his downfall is 
he's a massive Charles Leclerc fan, and I go back to it. Don't think the bloke's good enough. Yeah. Again, this weekend. Look at this weekend. Yeah. Where were he? Where mm. were the hell was he? Like it was terrible. Terrible. Oh well, we've seen seasons gone by. Um Verstappen, Perez, Lewis, Russell cut through the field. Even Leclerc's done it once once before. Where was he this weekend? No. He was just right. moaning about the car. I mean, it was just, just, it was just an issue all the time. He just couldn't get the I mean, one he was he was that far back. There was like, right, you know what? We might as well just do a complete overhaul of the car and just start from the pit. Yeah. Well, they even said on commentary, didn't they? Some like one of the engineers had said uh, it was either that or the BBC podcast, and it was Matt Priestley, the former McLaren engineer, and he said sometimes the driver comes back in and he's like, the car's broken. We check everything; it's not broken, and he still says the car's broken. So we change everything, and that's what Ferrari did. It was, you know, they did. There was like, right, he's saying the rear end's broken. He's starting near the back anyway. Let's just change everything, and he didn't really but come through the field, did he, at all? It made no fucking difference. What they probably should have done was take the car inside, pull a curtain over it, bang a spanner on an empty can or something like that, and then come. <laughs> It for you, mate. It's all good now. Honestly, <laughs> God, mate, do it all the time with fucking IT at work and stuff like that. The thing you is, all, but you you say to me, oh yeah, I fixed it, even though you haven't done jack shit to it, and all of a sudden he's ten seconds faster. Best <laughs> rule of IT: turn it off and turn it back on. The thing is, James, I think they've done that maybe five times last season. And twice already this season. So the when I go, I'll go back to the word trust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, you know, Charles Leclerc's gonna put his fucking gloves on in a minute and get under the car. <laughs> he's, he's doing a mechanics degree on the sad because he thinks <laughs> I'll just do it myself. He's an apprentice mechanic. <laughs> oh, I don't know what's happening with Ferrari. I, I don't know. I can't see it changing. Anything. That was bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I reckon we'll take a quick break there. Come back. It qualifying the race. And then predictions. What do you reckon, lads? I like the sounds of that. I, I just want to ask one question. Is Tony Go is Tony going to have a rant about qualifying? Mm, no. No. Do we think you watched it, James? Is is Adam going to have a rant about qualifying? <laughs> I'll be honest. I had an absolute fiasco of a weekend when it comes to the F1 race. Um, but I'll I'll let you all know about that over the way. Over the way. Have you seen qualifying? I think I have, but I can't. I did see qualifying. I did see qualifying in its whole entirety. All right. Okay. But I'd be more angry. There's something about the cars going around the track that it's like it is like sheep jumping over a fence. Honestly, it just it completely hypnotizes me. Honestly, no, I, I agree. One of one of my favorite things on a Saturday afternoon during qualifying is the nap, and, and it's it is, the best nap. Yeah, it's up yeah, there yeah. with my 
was in Q2. Yeah, Sunday dinner. It's up there with like Sunday dinner. 12 year old. Welcome to Sleeping Podcast. It's just, like, I don't know what it is. And it's just, the Nazi Christmas dinner. It's, 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 it's close to that, isn't it? It's, it's close. Are you tired on a weekend? How about you watch qualifying on the Saturday? <laughs> <afternoon>? <laughs> I mean, you know what? That's an absolute slogan for this podcast, isn't it? Well done, boy. I'm not even saying that qualifying is boring or anything else like that, but generally, when I'll be watching the qualifying during Q2, because Saturdays are always busy, but when I sit down, I tend to crash. So I'll sit down fully. I'll get through Q1. I'll get halfway through Q2, and my you know my eyes will start going heavy, and I'll get a two-minute nap. But it is the best fucking two-minute nap going. Thank you. Thank and then you. I get three, which is when it all happens anyway. Well, that's true. That is I, true. I would say the two, like a two five minute nap, is is like it's like three three hours sleep. That's yeah. what it feels like. like oh, yeah. If you could bottle that nap up and sell it, it'd be worth like hundreds of pounds easily. Oh, man, I, I would do some unquestionable things to people for two minute naps if it came in bottles. Do you like Formula One? Would you like to listen to the Straight to the Apex podcast? We talk about napping during the race. Yeah, we don't even know what episode this is. Beautiful <laughs> for hundreds of pounds. <laughs> oh dear. I'm telling you, Mark, don't diss it till you've tried it. I mean, you're older than me, James, just. I kind of get that. Granddad naps. But this young man. Yeah. No, no kids, not training for anything. Got a lot of time on my hands, work full time. Love. Formula Nothing. One on. It's just the cars going around the track, honestly. Wow. It's, and it's... you want to pay £600 to go watch it live? I mean, that's the most expensive nap you're ever going to have. That's why I'm a bit worried. Oh, I've never done it when I've gone to an actual racing event or anything. You know, oh, well. I've done it then, but. I see that. That's another topic. Like my wife, Beth, she really wants to go to Silverstone to watch it. Do it. I can't. The I'm, money I can't I'm just. You. I'm, I'm sorry. You. I'm sorry. That is half the price of what I've just paid to go around America for twelve days. That's just. I don't, yeah, that's the thing. It's like I, want, it's like, I still want to go. So I, I want to go, but I, I don't um, look. You should nah. do it. But then it's look, like it, again, it's, it's the time. It's full fucking days. It's like they open at like eight o'clock, nine o'clock in the morning. There's stuff going on all day, and there is stuff going on after the race. You know, the little kind of party concert during in the night and stuff like that. And it, it's two and a half full days of the stuff. Mm. No, yeah, you do get a lot for your money, really. It's not just like yeah. a one-day event, is it? So, oh, exactly, yeah. You, you know, you, you get the three days on practice day and qualifying day. You can sit wherever the hell you want. You only need to sit in your allocated seat on the race day itself. So, yeah, I mm. think it's it's the worst. Mm. I'll stop. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, right. Uh, we will see you in part two of episode whatever the hell this is of season two straight to the apex see you soon adam bye bye
Hey you. Yeah, you that's listening right now. Thanks very much for tuning into this episode of Straight to the Apex, the Formula One podcast from CookieCast. If you're enjoying this episode, why not like, share and subscribe? Whilst you're there, feel free to check out some of the other podcasts that CookieCast has to offer. If you like football, we've got a football podcast. NFL more your thing? Then the Laces Out podcast is for you. Maybe even a little bit of the wrestling. Just look for the Getting Over podcast on CookieCast. Maybe you want to listen to Andy's Darkest Timeline. It's there too. So, the F1 boys have probably got themselves a drink. It's time to get back to the action. Oh, we should have pressed record. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was having a shit. <laughs> oh, we're recording. Damn. Welcome back to episode, definitely episode 10 of season two of Straight to the Apex. Yes, I did very quickly consult my Spotify account to find that out, but who cares because I ain't professional. No, that is professional. Tony wouldn't have done that thinking. Well done, Jim. No, no, but there's another thing that Tony wouldn't have done. Oh, okay. Which ties in with our little conspiracy theory here. Tony wouldn't have gone for a Tom Tit in the mid-episode break. Yeah, that's true. He would have have done it live during the recording. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know me. Again. Yes, you're right. We do know Tony. Don't we, Adam? (laughs) I was going to change the tag, but I didn't have time. Oh, mate, all, all your birthday cards, Christmas presents, anything that I get you from now on is going to say, it's going to say Adam. <laughs> oh, God. I, I may even do like a video montage of me just stood there, just slowly pouring like a bottle of beer to the ground with like um, boys to men playing in the background as I'm paying my respects to Tony. <laughs> Like a real thing. To say goodbye to yesterday. Beautiful. Listen, Simon Carroll, you're a dick. Don't don't you sing? Yeah, but that wasn't me singing. That was just me being. (laughs) (laughs) That one him trying. That one him trying. Okay. All right. All right. I know. I, I even did the, the, the two fisted kind of power, 80s power ballad kind of thing. You know, there's always a power ballad fist, but if it's a really good one, it's the double fist. That's right. Double fist. <laughs> double. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so, yeah, Adam, yeah. what were your thoughts on qualifying? Qualifying was it was action packed. I thought it's actually becoming the better thing in the whole weekend. Qualifying because of the nap, right? Oh, of course, of course, that as well. That as well. It's just yeah, it it's broken up. It's like everybody comes out, gives everything. The shit ones disappear. We go again, we 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 shit, then we Q2, the shit ones disappear, you nap, you go for a shit again, then you come back, and then it's like, 
fucking the main event. Business end. The real action happens. So, what what was your favourite part with qualifying in, in Spain? My favourite part was George Russell pulling, pulling in to the eight-time world champion, Lewis Hamilton, on the straight. That was that was absolute class. Absolute A-grade George Russell. I've just passed my driving test. What is it? Signal, manoeuvre, bang, straight into our Lewis. You, you just watched the highlight, didn't you? Was it his fault? Surely an engineer or somebody should have said, Lewis is coming up. Lewis is right behind you. Or a car is right behind you coming quickly. But even if if you think of that, surely, surely as an F1 racing driver, you would check your mirrors. Oh, I can see a car ahead of me. I'm going to pull left. Is there anybody behind me? Not just think, oh, just what a wally, what a wally. But he's proven himself week after week now. He's proven himself, and I'm just so glad that everybody is now on the same level as me when it comes to George Russell. What do you guys think? What just with that incident, or that, that incident, and then we'll jump back to quality. It, it, it's mm, I, I, I'm not gonna. I did just watch it again just before we started up again, just so I could kind of get it fresh in my head. And it's it's awkward because they were next to each other, so they were both aware that the other one was there. And Russell did kind of back off, but I, I, I don't know. It just. You know, you know what? It's it's six of one and it's half a dozen of the other. It's yeah, yeah, I can agree with one. that as well. Why was Lewis coming full full whack, and then coming up like oh, surely his his experience would have been like there's a car in front of him. We're on the pit straight. I'm going very quick here. If he pulls left, I'm not going to have much room. But he kind of just kept going. But I, I, we've all done that. We've all we've all gone. We've all seen a gap, haven't we? We've all seen a gap, gone for the gap. But by the time you get to the gap, there is no longer a gap, and it's it's carnage. Yeah, like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it. Yeah, I can squeeze between these two buses. Oh shit, no, I can't. Yeah, we've all done that. Yeah, I, I remember the time when I was on my bike, just just taking you guys way back, and the viewers as well. I remember coming at speed down a hill and there was two two guys on a bike and I was thinking, I'll just go right between them. And literally, as I literally got to the back of them, they'd gone together to talk to each other. So I literally just went, just wrecked straight through them both. They fell off, I fell off. <laughs> Wish we had a video of that. No, I was going to say, <laughs> I really <laughs> <laughs> me on two wheels is not good. Me on two wheels is a fucking menace, honest to God. But yeah, it yeah, it can happen. It can happen. I, I agree with James. It was a bit 50-50. The team should have never put him in that position. 
to be that close on track. I know George backed off to let someone through, but you, you can't be on that the same. You both, I mean, you're both pushing to get through because Mac were doing what Mac do best, just scraping through. Mm. And you yeah. can't put yourself in that position, can you? No. It was a t- I think it was a team error. I'd love to blame George. I'd love because he's a clown. But, yeah. You, you're right about Mercedes as well. I mean, they had a really strong Q1. I mean, if I remember right, I think Hamilton was the fastest in Q1, if I remember right. I could be wrong, but... Yeah, Q2 wasn't the greatest for him. No. But, I mean, quality in a nutshell really was, in Q1, everyone was spinning off the track. I think Nick Devery spun round on the exact same turn on every lap, barring his last one. <laughs> what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I doing wrong? And then he'd come off the gas massively. I mean, he must have driven that car like some OAP driving a Peugeot on a Sunday. That's the only way I can describe it. It's an awkward corner, though. It is. It does look a bit like you can't oh, yeah. really one well, way not, the other and you're going down. They, they, they all did it. I mean... Uh, Perez, oh, Perez. Yeah, Albon did it. Perez did it. Um, Albon. I think Bottas as well, yeah. Leclerc. Because they brought a red flag out, didn't they? They brought that much gravel onto the track. Yeah, yeah when, when Bottas span off, yeah, there was the brought out the red flag, and then you know Brundle and I was like, oh, why is it a red flag? But yeah, it was. I think it was about the gravel, wasn't it? But I hate that. Does that any get that really pisses me off? Like, why are we so like when there's a red flag? Why are we so anti red flag? And when there's not a red flag, well, I like, red flag. Get 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 that red flag out. It's like just 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 stop. And appreciate what's happening. Like they've made a decision. Like I think because there was no yellow flags, and I think it was it, obviously they uh, like a, yeah. a lab a lab system, don't they? They don't just see a flag like their full screen goes yellow around the outside or red. And I think the fact that it just went from a green track to red, they were like red flag. Yeah, like is that an error? I think as well as that, really, when you think about it, in in a race is like what, anywhere between 50 and 70 laps. If there's a case of, oh, there's a bit too much gravel on the track, they can do safety car or the virtual safety car and they can just drive at a set speed while, it, you know, the, the, the stewards come out and just quickly sweep it up. You don't have that in qualifying. You've, you've got 10 minutes. Yeah, true. So, yeah, really, it's, it's that kind of, if there's a lot of gravel on the track, we... we, we, we we haven't got the option of a, we haven't got the option of a safety car with anything in qualifying really because no one's going to qualify so it's 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 got to be a red flag or yeah. it just gets abandoned. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah, it, it, yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah, why are we all sitting there going, "Oh, why is that a fucking red flag?" Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it is. It is. Deal with it. Leclerc. Yeah, Leclerc left left immediately, didn't he? Couldn't. We've already spoke about that though. Mm. And crappy Ferrari. Yeah, buggered off. Didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah. If it did, they could listen to the engineers just like close the curtain and just bang spanners against the can and just go, "Yeah, we're fixing it." Oh, look at that. Oh, oh, beautiful. You know, but he didn't. Alonso is what we haven't mentioned. 
last turn, right onto the gravel, wrecked the floor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really repairs. Yeah. Yeah, the duck, yeah. the uh, gaffer tip yeah. came out. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was kind of it, really, for him. That at the mo- that moment, my heart sank and was like, "Shit, that's that's him out." Mm. But then Stroll, Stroll nailed it. Stroll did well. Yeah, Stroll did well. Yeah. Obviously, there was pace. There's pace in the car, and not not where we thought. I mean, with Perez and Leclerc being out, it kind of can give other people opportunities, didn't it? And like you say, Alonso didn't help himself, and I think that really ruined his weekend. They couldn't replay the floor. But Stroll being sick, like, where would Alonso have got without a damaged car? Probably mm-hmm. only sick for himself. Something but, went right that this weekend for him. I don't know what it was, but mm-hmm. it's not quite right. But pressure of Spain, pressure of the home race. Yeah, maybe. You know what? Possibly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Max had a ridiculously fast bloody lap in Q1. Sorry, Q3 even. Yeah. Uh, 1 minute 12.272. Well done. That's exactly right. Um, bonus point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's not go there again. But he was actually on a faster one, wasn't he? His second he was on a faster one, but he, he abandoned it. Yeah. Because he was probably like, you know what? Nah, fuck it, I don't need this. Well, it was ha- it was half a second in front of science. Half a second. That Red Stupid. Bull is awesome. That Red Bull is absolutely class. I mean, what can we say about it? Well, I've got it in my notes for the race part kind of thing. At one point, towards the back end of the race, Max is complaining about some. I can't remember what it was, but he wasn't happy. I think he wasn't happy with how the car was before. I think, yeah, I think it was either the tyre deck or how the car was performing. And I was sat there looking at the time difference. And it's like, mate, you're 39 seconds ahead of Hamilton. Why the fuck are you complaining? Is that not big enough gap? Do you want to actually be able to get out of your car, have a shower, put on your onesie, and then see who finishes second or what? I don't get it. He wants he wants to wave the flag for everyone else. <laughs> yeah, he wants to get up there and just grab whoever's doing it that way. He's got fuck off, it's mine. Yeah. 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 39 Fuck. I mean, the thing is, he was pushing it because he kept going off the track and he actually got a black and white flag. But oh, yeah, and, and yeah, and that's something else we'll we'll, we'll talk about. Yeah. Yeah, and Norris, Norris finish, finishing. I mean, Norris was bloody good for every qualifying session. But yeah, it was, yep, yeah, it really was. He, McLaren looked good in his hands. Really, I mean, Piastri even got in the top ten. So yeah, different. when it came to race day, I was for some reason I'm sat there before they even you know actually started the race, and I was like, that car doesn't belong there. Mm. And I, yeah. yeah yeah, because I, I, I turned around. I, well, I'll, I'll quickly tell you how qualifying finished. So, top five, obviously, Verstappen was Paul, uh, followed by Sainz, then Norris in third, Gasly in fourth, and Hamilton fifth. And then there was a lot of other drivers behind them, which we're not going to go into because we haven't got enough time. Um, and, yeah, and I was looking at it on race day, and straight away I turned to Charlie and Norris is going to have a shit start. 
Hamilton is going to take him and Hamilton is going to be in P3 straight from the go. And Charlie actually turned around and went, yeah, but he, he, he's, he's in third, you know, he's in third for a reason, you know, he did well in quality. And Mike Morris most of that was, yeah, but that car doesn't belong there. Mm, yeah. Right. That yeah. not belong in that position. It's That's nothing to do with it. it's the car itself. Mm. Well, what happened, I think, was telling of his experience in the top 10, in the top five, in the podium places, because he went for a gap that wasn't a gap and ended up right at the back again, where he's been for quite a long time. He, 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 was, he was coming downhill. He saw two cyclists in front of him and thought, I can make that. Exactly. I don't think he saw, I don't. I don't think it was the gap. I think that obviously was it science that was battling Max. Then he slammed on Lewis, then backed yes. off, and I think Norris just wasn't ready for it. And he was like, "Oh shit!" I mean, very lucky Lewis didn't get a puncher. Very lucky. Yeah, that was it. I'd, yeah, mm. yeah, that little bit of a back off caused a bit of a chain reaction, and yeah, yeah, he cops it. Um. Russell at the start, taking to the escape road and going from, was it 11th? 12th? We said the owner, he moved up because Gasly got a penalty. He went to, up to 7th and they was investigating him, I thought. He he's five cheated. Spots. I thought, he made yeah. five he's cheated there. Like, how the hell has he got away with that? I don't know how he got away with that because they were investigating <laughs> and Nothing it happened. was a perfect accident as it was, and he had overtaken. I can't remember who it was. The last person he overtook, he'd overtaken them like a fraction of a second before he hit the escape road. Oh, really? Yeah, there was very little in it. But one of the key points that they raised was that he was avoiding an accident on the on the track. Right. Nah. Nah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it was interesting. But again. I think that's why we've got to kind of look at you know the Mercedes upgrades kind of things because obviously Russell did that twelve to seventh or whatever it was in 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 the first lap. Hamilton went from fifth up until like third and stuff like that. There is something there. Um, I, I don't think there was much massive excitement really in the race. I don't know what you you guys think that or. I've no. got a few things. Go on, go on. Go on. Um, Two-second pit stop by Perez, which was absolutely fucking insane. Like, mm. if, if if you were half asleep, like I may have been, um, it didn't even look like he stopped. Like, it was that quick. It looked like it, like, it was ridiculous. Very was quick. Even Max's stops was very quick, and he was miles ahead. I, I think Max is 2.2. Ferrari and Aston, three seconds. They were miles ahead. That. It's, Red Bull's always been good at the fucking pit stops, though. They have, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have. It's not, it's not one of the strongest points of Mercedes or other teams as well. And for Mercedes, they didn't... I think the main issue for Mercedes was they never had to rely on a quick pit stop because they had a ridiculously fast car. Mm. And that's why Mercedes, sorry, Red Bull are probably as fast as they are now because they've got a ridiculously fast car and a fucking ridiculously fast pit stop crew as well. Yeah, we have. 
yeah. it's got the best on both sides and it's just it is what it is hmm. uh, I, I think for me it was more the stuff that kind of happened over the radio um, so Russell. Russell yeah <laughs> going all rain in turn five there's rain and then you don't hear fuck all else for about ten minutes and then Russell goes does anyone not- else rain because it might just be sweat in my helmet and his own radio man just went yeah I should show you a sweaty little pig because Christian but- Horner even put his hand out the back of his little yeah. and he was like that and I thought oh he's feeling for rain right we've got rain coming and then, then George come on again and was like oh yeah um, has anyone else replied it no yeah it might be my sweat because apparently his ha- hair was sticking out of his balaclava and normally tucks it in but it was, it was. I mean, it was boring as fuck after the race. If I'm <laughs> but it was like, oh, my hair's sticking out. Bothered to listen to that. And it, yeah, that's that's when I fell asleep. And it, it, like, I could feel like my hair out, and it was dripping. And yeah, I thought it was rain, and it was all on the inside of my visor. And I just thought, oh my god, like he's the world's most boring man. I mean, his oh. girlfriend must be dead inside. <laughs> Is his girlfriend sticking? All Leave I can think his is girlfriend alone. alone. Leave his love life out of this. I mean, he, he, we're not after the hair. We're after him. I don't even know if he's got a girlfriend. I mean, I think he has. I think he has. I know where I'd put my money. He hasn't. But if he has, then, like, honestly, I'm sure, I'm sure uh, one of the, the 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 last seasons of um, Drive to Survive is is that that? Yeah, I think it was the one just before he signed up for Mercedes. Mm, I'm sure yeah. his missus. I didn't see a move though. Maybe it was just a doll because, like, what's for tea tonight, love? Well, we could have chicken nugget or chicken or oh, well. fish. Yeah, but or he would That's jolly well good. Can't he believe would, it. He would He'd be like, we're having pearl tree. <laughs> or some. Ah, 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 yeah. he, he, he wouldn't call it chicken, would he? No. No. Absolutely. It may, but yeah, it's it, in a, in a sack. <laughs> yeah, well, it's got to be. Yeah, it must be. I'm reckon, I think he's one of these people that like dresses up for like tea time, like puts on a shirt and trousers, and it's just well, he's, he's got his um, his, his evening supper suit. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. He's signed his hair out so yeah. don't sweat and drip down. Like, I bet he has tea. Like, he drinks his tea, but he has the actual set in his living room, so they make it, like, in front of him. Then he drinks it instead of having, like, a, a kettle like us. And he has yeah. his pinkies. Yeah. Pinkies out. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it, it was a bit of a boring race, wasn't it? I think there was quite a lot of different pit stop strategies, but... I enjoyed what the, the strategies. What I want to say, what I excited. There wasn't any um, dodgy moves or anything else like that, or well, any, any crashes at all. But... No yellow flags, was they? No, really no. We had Yuki and Joe. Um, yeah. we had some pass. Oh, yeah, that was passing, passing midway, but Yuki and Joe at the end had a bit of a to do, and they did. Yuki, bless him, got penalised. Down to um, 12th. Down to 12th. And mm. 
a few things here to bring up. First of all, was it his fault? I think it was. I've seen this many a time by George Russell, leaving it, hanging it out, and pushing drivers off off the edge of tracks. Mm-hmm. Many a time. And then second of all, why does he have to act like an eight-year-old that's just been told off by his mum? Oh, he's very angry, isn't he? He's very angry. It's like, it was like, oh, Yuki's got a penalty. Oh, that's not very fair. Let's cut to Yuki now in the garage. He sat on the floor with about four of his mates around him, like going like, it's all right. It's, it's, it's all right. It's all right. It's like, like his girlfriend just dumped him and it's, He's fucking devastated in, in year three. Like, it's all right. Don't worry. Don't worry. And he's like on the floor like this, like. Oh, him. It's fine. <laughs> you can talk. I'm but then on the, on the radio, he's always just so angry. Like, the, yeah. his engineer will say something real, like, calm to him. Uh, Yuki, like, I don't know. It's lap 56. Oh, you fucking wanker. You don't tell me that. To... Well, calm down. Like, yeah. What? He's not carrying. He's not going to last long. He's not really carrying himself as a F1 no. sport driver. Here. Like, no, takes it on the chin, man games, professional. Mm. He's, mm. he's the opposite. He's like, I don't know. I, just, I, don't, I do not like it. I don't like Look, it at all. This brings me to Alonso. Oh, His reaction with the car was not Alonso. No. So, oh, sorry, Alonso of old. You know, anyone else he's driven for, if the car's performing like that, it's GP2, GP2, this, you know, I need more power, this engine shit, all this kind of stuff. This year, he's just like, yeah, car's not car's not performing very well, but we'll work together as a team. We'll, we'll make this work. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay. It's radio message to Stroll. Yeah, can you just tell Lance, don't worry, I won't attack him. I'm that was, yeah. Two what? That- that's 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 gone past the line if for me. Like that's, that's, that's that, no, but that's not teamwork, that's patronizing. That's like I'm better than you, I'm quicker than you, you're shit. So I'm just gonna stay behind you to keep your confidence. That's not patronizing. It, 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 it's it fact. Uh, well, do you think there's a so, land stroll clause in his contract that he's got to like say something or do something nice every week to every him? race? Yeah, it yeah. must be. Yeah, there must because be. Stroll, yeah, there's got stroll, to be. stroll was so shady in the interview afterwards. They were like saying, like, so how did you feel that like Lonzo was quicker than you, but he, he backed off and he was just like, Yeah, that's nice. I mean, Alonzo's Alonzo's <laughs> excuse was absolutely bullshit. Well, yeah, I, I, I didn't want to race because I'd already damaged the floor this week and I didn't want Lance to damage his floor. And I was on new tyres. And I was on new tyres. And I didn't want to damage my floor anymore and I didn't want to damage both cars. What? By breezing past your teammate? Like, mm. He's higher in the championship as well. He could yeah. do with points. Alonso would have... Oh, the Alonso world would have been, I'm here in the championship, I'm going past. Or let yeah. past now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some, I think some, that that is daddy's fucking money facts. Yeah, it is. The the only other thing I've got is signs saying to his engineers, work out how to make my car as fast as Perez's. Because as soon as he said it, I sat there, I was like, 
That's what yeah. we're all you know, hoping for, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm just stating the obvious. <laughs> I'm a fucking Red Bull, mate. I want, I want my car as fast as Max is. There we go. <laughs> I want you to find out how to make me as rich as Richard Branson. <laughs> start a company, call it Virgin, get some airplanes. That's a good start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... The race, as it finished, was with uh, Verstappen in first, uh, Hamilton second, Russell third, Perez fourth, Sainz fifth, Stroll sixth, Alonso seventh, Ocon eighth, Joaquin ninth, Gasly tenth, and then ten other drivers behind him that there's too many of, and we haven't got time. Yeah. Um, only other thing I will very quickly touch on is Max Verstappen, after he's exceeded track limits and got his black and white flag, and then all of a sudden he goes... Uh, What's the fastest lap, uh, Perez, with this? Well, what's mine? It's this. But you don't need it. You've got a very comfortable lead and you've got a black and white flag. Just drive it. Next lap, Max Verstappen has the fastest That's lap. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, Max. Um, now, if you'll just do as you're told, please. He's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, like I said, that just proved to me he won't, He was pushing the car in certain aspects, but in others... It was oh. just playing. It was playing. When they said, when they said to him, "You've exceeded track limits," and he went, "Where? If you've exceeded track limits and you don't know, that is not your and that you'd be like, really sorry, guys, didn't wasn't aware of that. You wouldn't be like, really, where? Oh, I didn't know. That. Yeah, oh, it was just playing. It was definitely just playing. Um, so on the back of that, because of the Mercedes one-two, um, Mercedes have now moved up to second place in the constructors' championship. Um, I will just get standings for you now. So, Max Verstappen on 170 points. The fuck? 117 points to Perez. Alonso, 99. Hamilton on 87, closing that gap a little bit. Uh, Constructors, 287 points to uh, Red Bull. Mercedes with 152 points. Aston Martin, 134 points. Ferrari with 100 points. And the next nearest to that, is 60 points gap between Ferrari and Alpine. So, Canada, Tony, yeah. what will we do? We've only got five minutes left. So while you spend the next five minutes wasting your time trying to think of a prediction, we'll go through everybody else's. That's okay with me. <laughs> so, yeah, Canada's next. Uh, if I remember rightly, that is week... 16th of June, something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, 18th, I think. 18th, June. 18th. Yeah. yeah, week on Sunday. So, host goes first, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I've only just put in my third place. I've been struggling with the third position. Max win. Yep. Hamilton second. Yep. I'm being positive with these side pods. Perez third. And I think it'll be a close one between him and Russell. What? Interesting. Max mm. Max Alonso Perez. No. no. Max Alton. Lewis Perez. Lewis Perez. Mm. My God. Interesting. Marky Poos? Um, this is really weird because 
I wrote my predictions down before the race. I have not spoke to you, but I have also gone for Max Luis Perez. Wow. Nice. I was going to say something then, but... So just to quickly touch on the four predictions anyways, um, we all got Max for the win and we didn't get second or third, any of us. So we are still one point between all of us. 18 to Mark, 19 to myself, 20 to Tony. I mean, Adam. You got your prediction yet, Tony, or should we go on to the girls? Yeah. Okay, good thinking. Yeah. Girls. Charlie initially said Hulkenberg. So I then turned on and went, do you want some advice? Because she did say to me, I ain't going to do well with these predictions, am I? And when yeah, I explained that she refused to pick Max, doesn't help. You can't be can't beat him, so join him, Charlie. Honestly. So she then went Hulkenberg. No, Gasly. No, De Vries. No, Alonso. So I went, hang on. You just put Alonso in that list. That's what you think of Aston Martin after one race. So yeah, she has gone Gasly for the win. Wow. Okay. I know, right? Perez second, Hamilton third. Okay. We've got Katie's? Yep, so Leclerc to win. Hamilton second. Alonso third. Ooh, second and third sound pretty decent. Yep. We've got Beth. She's got Max Perez Hamilton. Which is the same as Charlie, isn't it? No. No. Well, barring the winner, yeah. I I, I was going to say barring the winner, yeah. Go on and see, dog. I'm gonna go, Max. I'm gonna go, Alonzo. Hamilton. There you go. Tony, you've got your predictions. Can't really see guys. And if there was ever anything that was going to tell you that this isn't Tony, that's that it. it. Yeah, that, that is the nail in the final nail in the coffin. RIP, Lip. Tony. Miss you. Do you think that's a good pick? No, no. it's the fact that he made that pick in 30 seconds. Oh. Andy out <laughs> <Andy> copied. <laughs> and I am copied. So it's oh. definitely Adam. He's got his own mind. Wow. I feel. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Was it you that picked them? I, I mean, what, what what, what, can you say to that? I mean, really, I mean, it's just... I'm gobsmacked. Absolutely gobsmacked. What can you say? What do you think? Molly, uh, is, that, is that Adam or is it Tony? She looked at you then as well. What do you think, Moll? What do you Tell think, Moll? Tell them what you think. No, up here, look. It's up there. No, it's up here, look. It's here. I'd just like to spend the next minute and a half just to share my love to Tony. And I'll stop there just before we do go into the copyright. Don't worry, T-Dog. It was less than 15 seconds. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, wow, what a bombshell to end on. Dogs, mm. stings, Adam. Tony's dead. 
When Beatles fans say that, you know, Paul died, you know, and it's all over the Sergeant Pepper album cover, Paul's dead, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, that was see episode 10 of Straight to the Apex. As always, guys, um, share the love, find us on all the social media accounts, any streaming platform that you can. Share the love, your window cleaners, your dog walkers, your next door neighbors, you know, your mistress. Um, the, the window cleaner, you know, next time they come knocking on the door saying, oh, I've cleaned your windows for you, don't pay them. Just give them a link to the Spotify podcast and that will be it and just say, you're welcome. Um, I've been driving this week. That was James Stainforth. Uh, obviously, in the pit crew there was Mark Wilkins and also Adam, I mean, um, Tony. But yeah, see you soon, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. There we go. What do you think to that? Another one done. Another one gone. Another another race in the book. Another podcast in the book. The books are getting full, ladies and gentlemen. Full. Thank you to the boys for bringing us all the Formula One news, reviews, previews. Thank you to you for listening. Before you go, one last thing. If you could like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave us reviews where you can leave us reviews. Share the podcast around. Check out the website, thecookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button for you to get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode of Cookie Cast, please like, share, and subscribe.